Episode number 17 of Stride and Saunter. I'm one of your hosts, Kip Clark. And I am Hector Marrero. And so recently, as I'm thinking about going home for Thanksgiving soon, I wanted to talk about first jobs because I actually got my first job at the local supermarket, which is Roach Brothers. It's a larger company. It's not just one supermarket in the town of Wellesley. There are plenty of other Roach Brothers stores throughout Massachusetts. And I'm always reminded when I go back home of Roach Brothers, I often go in there to get some groceries and I'm reminded of my first job, so I thought it would be a good thing to talk about because I've got a lot of interesting stories and memories from it that I wanted to share. So to start with you, what was your first job? It's a great question. I didn't get a job for a while. In high school, it was frustrating for my parents, I think especially my dad, to know that I didn't have a job. And it was frustrating for me because I didn't have any income, and so I had to mooch off of my parents. The first job that I had wasn't technically a job. It was a after-school activity that I participated in. I worked at a farm for a little bit. This was in my second high school, which was up in Connecticut. It was a really awesome job. I enjoyed it immensely. The day would usually start off um, being driven to the farm or walking over to the farm, getting some chicken feed, (laughs) driving over to the chickens, feeding them, moving their cage over a little bit, and then doing some work on a bridge or working in the woods for a little bit, uh, marking trails. When you say working on a bridge, were you helping to build a bridge or just keeping repairs up to date? Yeah, we built a very small bridge just to go over this little stream. We, the school had bought this property a few years prior and I was one of the first students who got to work with them. It was a lot of fun. It was called FEAT, F-F-E-A-T. I still have a jacket, a Carhartt jacket um, that has a logo. It's, I love that jacket. It's so sturdy. But I, I used to love just wearing that jacket and then going to you know work on the farm. It was a great experience. So enough about that. Uh, Kip, you said you worked for Roach Brothers? Is yeah. that R-O-A-C-H? No, that's, <laughs> that's a good question. It's R-O-C-H-E. It's a relatively new company. Uh, started sometime in the late 90s, I believe. And I was a bagger. So we stood in the front end of the store. There would be cashiers helping people check out, of course, and we would put their bags into either paper or plastic. It was pretty menial, pretty simplistic. I got the job, though, in ninth grade. There were friends of mine who had already started working there, and I was impressed by them and also felt it would be good for me to start working. And so I felt that I had the time available and also the desire to, like you said, earn some kind of an income and learn a little bit about what it's like to be employed. And so I applied for the job and they granted it. They weren't terribly strict about who they hired at that point. I remember the manager at the time was Rob. Yeah, I vaguely remember management. There were a lot of other teenage workers like myself who were baggers. I was looking for something ideally that would be a bit more entertaining or mentally engaging. I remember my mind wandered a lot when I was on the job, which isn't the worst thing. Yeah, we would bag groceries for people and greet them as they came to the end of the conveyor belt and roll their groceries out with them. Sometimes they would request that we not go out with them. Sometimes they had smaller carts. So we would roll the cart out to their car with them, put the groceries in the the back. Often there were older customers who came in who legitimately needed help bringing soda cans or whatever into the backs of their cars because they were heavy. 
And so I can understand the need for a bagger in that situation. Although, for the most part, it did feel kind of superfluous. I never really felt like my job was vital. I heard some stories of very devoted baggers who would actually walk a mile. If there were an old person who had walked to the grocery store and needed help, they would walk with them and they were commended for it. And so I Good for them. That, yeah, it was really, really cool to hear stuff like that. I never really did anything quite like that. There were times where I went and got products if something broke in the parking lot or whatever. And we did it year-round. I remember there were some very cold winter days, sometimes very rainy, sometimes very snowy. When we were bagging, it was always kind of a trudge to go outside in that weird weather. But also before and during holidays, sometimes we were bagging before Thanksgiving. And so if a holiday was coming up, you were encouraged to say, you know, thanks for shopping with us. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And I remember one very vivid instance where I took a woman's groceries out to her car and looked at her completely straight-faced and without thinking said, yeah, thank you, have a Thanksgiving. <laughs> no adjective attached, <laughs> no, no suggestion of what you should do on the holiday of gratitude, <laughs> but just have a Thanksgiving as though maybe she wouldn't and maybe she wouldn't quite reach the holiday. I have That's no idea great. what I was thinking. I love it. And I didn't even pause to wait for her reaction. I just turned around and, <laughs> and walked away because I think it was just so trivial to me or because I really wasn't thinking I, it didn't even cross my mind and a few seconds later it really hit me what I'd said and I was like what what was I thinking I have no idea I just told her to have Thanksgiving and so I just walked away and on your way back into the store you put these shopping carts back into their their long line at the front of the store and then walk back in and yeah it dragged at times it was definitely a long job but I think one important lesson that I learned from it that I will then transition back to you I have a lot of respect for people who, who did that job, some of whom were older than me and we'll talk about later, but because of how tedious it was that I can't see myself doing that for decades and decades because it was really tedious. There wasn't a lot of variety and I think that that tends to get boring and tends to make you wonder sort of what you're doing and if it's really valuable because it didn't take a lot of training. And of course it's a first job, it's a job for teenagers, they don't expect high levels of performance. but. There were people that were three times my age that were doing it. So I developed a lot of respect for what they were doing and how often they did it. And they did it without complaining. And here I was, this teenager who didn't really complain, but I had an inkling of doing so. And I wasn't always that eager to, to show up for work. And it taught me the value of hard work, but also that I didn't want to be doing that long term. And I think it, it motivated me to be a bit better in school and to pursue further education so that I might have a job that had a bit more variety and a bit more engagement uh, from my mind and such. So I, I want to ask you, did you find the farm work tedious or boring? Did it did it grate on you? Did it ever make you think, wow, I really don't want to be doing this? No, I, you know, it was a great experience, actually, because we were constantly working with one of the teachers at the high school, and he would guide us along most of the way. And again, I wasn't getting paid for this job. It was really a, a learning opportunity disguised as a job and it was more fun than anything and even building bridges to me it was so different from any job that I could have gotten in New York that I thought it was a total joy but my I want to go back for a second and say my first real job that I was actually getting paid to go to was a couple of summers ago I was working as a landscaper up in Westchester County so I would get up at 5.30 in the morning, get a small breakfast that my you know, parents made for me, maybe some oatmeal or some cereal. Sometimes I would make them uh, breakfast if I got downstairs quicker. And I would be driven to the Metro North by my dad. From the Metro North, I would go up to Hastings on Hudson where I was working. And I did a landscaping job for this summer. And it just made me appreciate 
the hours that I could sleep. It was manual labor, so I was digging most of the time. Luckily, my boss was a very, he was very artistically minded, so there was a lot of um, freedom in the job. So I was digging and I did have very specific tasks, but there was no crushing, controlling grip. I was able to do this manual labor and he would go off and buy materials and then come back and check on how I was doing. For me, I enjoyed it immensely. And it was a job where I can see the results yeah, of... I was going to say, I think that's rewarding to be able to see the completed product that you're actually building. Absolutely. It was extremely rewarding to be able to see after a few days of working on a single backyard, all of a sudden it was shaping up to be a little play area for, you know, sand pit for a kid or something. And I thought that was really great. And also it just made me appreciate all those people who wake up so early in the morning to go to work, to make money, and then come back home and doing that just for the time that I did it over the summer, it made me realize how difficult it is to keep up a hobby or to even be awake after work because sometimes work is incredibly taxing, if not physically, mentally, and it can be hard to continue thinking. And one thing I think about is my parents and how they come back home after working all day to, you know, children who are not necessarily cooperative and not necessarily on the same page as them and it's admirable and really amazing how some people are able to go to work every day and still function and so working um, and getting up early in the morning really gave me a grasp of that and after that job I saw the world differently I saw people differently and I thought I think that's amazing so Kip after working this job at Roach Brothers for how long? I was working there for about three and a half, four years. Wow. Oh, that's incredible. Did you get anything out of this experience? And could you tell me a little bit about something you got out of this experience yeah, of working there? Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of things. I think one of the first things that comes to mind, like your different world perspective, I had a changed view. I was a changed person in a lot of ways. And I think less of it was about how boring and tedious it had been for me and more about what I saw in the adults around me who were doing this. And there were plenty of Hispanic workers, some from El Salvador, some from Mexico, and a variety of other Latin nations that had come to work here. Um, some were there illegally, some were legally, but all of them or most of them spoke Spanish in the workplace. Um, sometimes they were discouraged from doing it, but I was a Spanish student at the time and still am, and so I would often speak Spanish with them, and they loved that, and I felt very linguistically capable around them. It was really nice to be able to communicate with people who would prefer to speak in a certain language and the fact that I knew that language was amazing and obviously I wasn't the best Spanish speaker. I was nowhere near fluent but I learned some Spanish through them and I was really happy about being able to speak Spanish with them and that was really nice for me. Even if they were just casual conversations I think they really felt more welcomed into the space and Frankly, I'm an American, I'll always be an American, but they were immigrants who deserve respect for the hard work that they're doing and for the effort that they're putting in. Many of them were working eight, nine hours for families that were also working very hard, and so I think they deserved any respect I could give them. And it was really nice to be able to speak to them in Spanish, and so I appreciated having them around. They were always very friendly, and that's something else that I, I really came to respect. They always seemed so genuinely friendly and I knew how hard they were working and how long they were working. And so, yeah, I really came to respect that. I also came to respect what it means to earn money. Obviously, I was living in my parents' house. I didn't have to worry about providing for either myself or a family. But just saving my own money, some of which I'm still using today, it made a huge impact on me on how difficult it is. And I think you learn to appreciate money more and more when you're earning it, when you're spending hours earning it. And 
than actually using it to buy things. And it made some of my earliest purchases more rewarding because I was able to spend money that I had earned and it felt really, really nice to be able to do that. And so that's something that I took away from it. And I remember setting up a bank account with my father and keeping track of my finances that I'd been earning and sort of watching that number grow as I earned more money. And that was really, really cool. And that's something that I really enjoyed. I remember getting my paychecks and being really proud that I had earned that money. I also came to appreciate what it means to be a hard worker. And I think that it's not always fun and it's not always easy, but I've heard a lot of very encouraging points about putting your best foot forward because other people are coming in here not only to buy your products, but for a certain experience. And they want to feel welcomed in your store and welcomed as your customer. And we did value them. And I, I think I developed a very strong sense of appreciation for the people who were hardworking. Uh, as I've said, plenty of them were older than myself, but also plenty of these people were really friendly with me, customers and employees alike that were older than me that didn't treat me as this teenage kid. They asked how I was doing. They asked, you know, is this a summer job? And I said, no, I've actually been working here for a while. And they were always very respectful. I actually saw a lot of neighbors from the town that came in and bought groceries from us. And that was really cool to be able to say hi to them. It was humbling for sure that I was sort of serving them and working for them, but it made me appreciate hard work a lot. And I'm really, really glad that I had it. I also, I guess at the risk of sounding egotistical, was really proud of myself for getting the job. No one really pushed me to do it. My mother and father, at least until I got a driver's permit and a driver's license, drove me to work and picked me up. And I really appreciated that because it took time out of their day for this job, this endeavor that I had started. But I was really proud of myself for for taking on work. Um, there were several days after school where I would walk from school to work, and that kind of felt like a drag sometimes, but just the fact that I was doing it motivated me and made me feel like I was taking some control and actually doing things with my life that I could be proud of later, and I am, looking back, really proud of it. So I guess that's what I'd ask you. Are you, are you proud of, of having taken the landscaping job or, or sort of how you handled it? Do you think it's, it's a source of pride for you? Yeah, I think it it is a source of pride for me, and I'm glad that I took that job. I also hope that I can continue working for my boss in the future. But I think, for me, it was very lucky to have gotten this job. I think I was in the right place at the right time. The way I got the job was through a, a friend of my brother's, and it was only through that connection that I could have even found out about this job. I gave my boss a call, who at the time wasn't my boss yet, and he said, just come on up at six in the morning, seven in the morning, and I'll, I'll come pick you up and we'll go, we'll start working. And another question I had, sorry to interrupt. No, please. I wanted to know what your first job taught you about what you would later look for in future jobs, because I have some thoughts on that. And I really wanted to know how it's informed what you're going to look for, because obviously you're graduating this year. What do you want out of future jobs that you might hold? And how did you learn about that from this first job as a landscaper? Yeah, I think that's a great question, Kip. I think what I learned from doing this job was that I want a job that will keep me moving, that will literally just keep me on my feet, keep me walking around. I like manual labor. I like being physically tired at the end of my day. I know of other career paths that are possible for me in the future as a film major that may require me to be sitting down often, but I'm going to be in these next few months as I'm searching for jobs, looking for something that'll keep me walking around, keep me moving around, keep me doing something physically. I would be happy organizing and managing and using a computer, but for the most part, I want to be active and 
moving around. So literally, the the physical aspect of it, I think, is something that maybe some people don't consider when it comes to work. Yeah. But I think that's something that that should be considered and is pretty important. And yourself, what has your first job taught you about your future trajectory? Yeah, I think my future job preferences are definitely related to social aspects and something innovative to me. One of my least favorite parts about bagging was the fact that nothing was really changing. I didn't feel any ever flow in the tide of consumers that were coming in to purchase from us and it always felt sort of timeless and endless and it felt like it could drag at times and so I definitely want something where either I feel like I'm working with new ideas or like you talked about with landscaping I can see the product of my work I think that's really important I think something that helps me create either digitally maybe I'm writing maybe I'm working on some other digital medium or maybe doing something physically. I think it is really important to be up and active and like you talked about being exhausted at the end of your day. I think a paycheck can be really interesting validation of the fact that you put in work, but when your body is telling you, yeah, you worked really hard today, I think you take a certain pride and satisfaction at the end of your day knowing that you can rest well because you worked really hard. And I think that's hopefully a value that doesn't dissipate over time as we see more mechanical and engineering advancements that make our lives more convenient and easy. I hope that we don't lose that because I do think there's an honest pride in in physical labor that I think people might undervalue or might treat as something below them. And I don't think it is. I think that we've gotten where we are as a species because of our hard work. And I mean physical, you know, rough physical labor. It's difficult and it's not always pleasant, but I think it's how we've advanced. So... I wouldn't mind that. I don't think I'm as attuned to it or have as much of a history with it because bagging wasn't physically difficult, but I wouldn't mind that. I definitely would look first for innovation. I think I mentioned sociability. I'd love to be talking with people, discussing ideas, meeting new people, sort of interacting with different perceptions and perspectives of the world because I didn't get a lot of that. It was very monologous. I was talking a lot in my head when I was bagging groceries and it just... It traps you. You end up thinking your own thoughts alone. You don't really share them with people because you don't have time to have conversations with the people for whom you're bagging groceries. I guess another question I have, because I know I am in contact with certain people I used to work with. Do you still keep in touch with people that you landscaped with? Do you know any of them? Do you still talk to them? Well, it was only me and my boss at that job. So no, I haven't kept in contact with him um, per se, but I will probably be giving him a call when I return for Christmas break to see if there's any work available and whether I can help him with anything in Westchester County. To our viewers, tell us a little bit about your first job. Tell us about your first experience working how that affected you and the experiences you had at the time. And again, we'd like you to be a part of our conversation. And if you'd like to reach us, Kip. Yeah, you can reach us at our email account, strideandsantra gmail.com, our website, strideandsantra.com. You can also tweet at us on Twitter, at strideandsantra, or on our Facebook page, strideandsantra. And to add to Hector's questions, I'd love to know what you guys think about when an appropriate time is to apply for a first job, and also what do you think some values are that all people should look for in their first jobs. So as always, we thank you for listening, and from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off. And this is Hector Marrero. Have a nice fall.